What is up, you sexy bastards? It's your boy, Mr. Sillier Pennies, aka Rabbi Candlers, aka Noah Kagan. In today's episode, I'm going to share my best marketing strategies that you should use to grow your business in 2021. Or you can just ignore it and do whatever's working for you already. But if you want to try it out, these are experiences based on Facebook, working at Mint.com, and helping AppSumo.com get to millions of users, as well as helped get our YouTube channel almost to 200,000 subscribers in the past year. Here are three gigantic things you're going to learn in this episode. Number one, five kind of free marketing strategies that can generate thousands of customers for your business. Number two, two strategies that'll help you engage and build a deeper relationship with your audience. And number three, two of the most overrated marketing strategies. Enjoy those things, plus a bunch more air nuggets along the way. A special pre-show shout out to listener Givil Gang. No relation to K-Gang. That's our gang, by the way. They left a review saying, one of the top business podcasts. Subscribe now. If you're involved in a business or tech, this podcast is a must. I love this guy or girl. Thank you and every other one of you gorgeous listeners. If you want to shout out in a future episode, just leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I check every single one of them. If you have not subscribed to the AppSumo mailing list or if not check out AppSumo.com, go to AppSumo.com. It is the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. So if you are looking to start or grow an online business, we have literally the best deals ever created in the history of our existence for software. Go check it out, AppSumo.com. After helping Facebook, Mint.com, and AppSumo.com reach millions of people a month, I've learned a lot about marketing. Numero uno, online marketplaces. So if you are selling any kind of product, you should be leveraging the power of online marketplaces. Think about it this way. Another company, hello company, they've spent millions and billions of dollars in marketing to attract customers that are interested in your type of product. And most of the time, they only take a small, tiny percentage of the sales. That is a really good deal. Let me show you a few examples to get you inspired. First off is AppSumo.com Marketplace. So this is a company I started to promote awesome deals on software. So we've actually opened up a marketplace so anyone can list books, courses, or software for other entrepreneurs. Just in the last month, we've paid out over $1 million so far to entrepreneurs. So if you have a product like that, go and list it on the AppSumo Marketplace. Next up is the Facebook Marketplace. So Facebook Marketplace, yes. I know boomers just like myself are still using it, but there's millions and billions of people on Facebook and you can literally start any kind of business you want on the Facebook Marketplace. You don't need a website. Heck, you don't even need a product. I actually sold an office that you put in your backyard. I listed it on Facebook. People started hitting me up and I was like, oh, this is an interesting business. But I highly recommend if you have a service, if you have a product, if you have consulting, whatever it is, I would check out listing it on Facebook Marketplace and see what happens. Are you guys getting inspired on this marketplace stuff? It's basically like who's put all the money to actually build up where the customers are raising their hands saying, yes, come spend here. So next up is OpenSea. So if you're a nerd and you're into NFTs and crypto and stuff like that, they are the largest marketplace for NFTs. So I highly recommend it. If you are an artist, if you're a creative, if you're a musician, go and think about how I can start putting things on the OpenSea marketplace. There are people searching all the time for digital goods. So something to consider with all these different marketplaces, there's also Etsy.com, there's Amazon.com. There is a lot of marketplaces out there. Go deal drugs at the party. No, mom, I'm not telling people to go do drugs, but I'm saying stop trying to create your own party and invite everyone over and then try to deliver stuff. It is way easier to go to where people already are and promote your services, product, or goods. There are a gazillion marketplaces out there for literally every single industry you can imagine. Just go find the right one and promote the hell out of your stuff there. And if you can't find a marketplace for your niche, maybe you should actually start that marketplace yourself. All right, number two, tools and templates. So the strategy behind this is build free, affordable tools that bring potential paying customers into your business. So that sounds like a tongue twister, but let me explain. So think about something that's annoying the hell out of you and build a simple solution for it. So let me give you a few tools that we've actually done at AppSumo.com to bring new customers into our ecosystem. So we've built SendFox.com, which is affordable email marketing, KingSumo.com, 
which is a giveaway tool so you, anyone can run giveaways. It's software that we run it ourselves, as well as tidycal.com, which is the most simple scheduling tool available online. So let me walk you through TidyCal just as an example. This is a product that David and the AppSumo Originals team wanted to build. The intention of it was, how do we get people to come and buy this and join the AppSumo ecosystem? So we spent less than 30 days building it, and so far it's driven almost 500 new customers into AppSumo. A larger example of tools and templates is Amazon.com. So they have Kindle, they have Alexa, they have all these different products that kind of bring you in to the Amazon ecosystem. So think about this for yourself. What is it that you can give away for free or low cost that people will then find you and say, hey, I want to learn more about these people. Let me give you two more examples of simple tools that people are using to get more customers. First off is my boy, Thomas Frank. So Thomas Frank is a super popular YouTuber and he's really in love with Notion. I'm not a huge Notion fan, but what he did, which is really clever, is he gives away free Notion templates. So if you even search Google, he's one of the top results. And when you come to his website, just like this, you say, get this template for free. And at the bottom, you can either give him your email address, so now he has a new potential customer to buy other products, or maybe no thanks and just give him the template. I really like that he took something he already used and liked, and now he just gives it away for free. Another example is one of my very best friends, Neville Medora from copywritingcourse.com with two Cs. He created a product pricing calculator. A lot of tongue twisters today. So the question is, how much do you want to make? So I want to make $100,000 in 12 months. Show me how much to charge. Oh, cool. So it's a... I need to sell this many products to this many people. It's got a lot of really interesting information about, oh, how much should I be charging for my product if I want to make a certain amount of money? And guess what? If you want to have your own calculator, you can download it for free by submitting your email address. So the main takeaway from this strategy is think about what you can build as a tool or a template for very low cost that you can give away even for free to bring customers into your ecosystem. So it could be Excel templates. It could be calculators just like Neville's. It could be Google spreadsheets. It could be something on an Airtable. The idea here is that it's lightweight and accessible for potential customers. So they can be long-term great customers for you. Next up of one of my most exciting marketing strategies for this year is weekly newsletters. Yes, I love this one last year and the year before and the year before, all the way back to 2010. I still love newsletters to this day. It's one of the most underutilized marketing activities by every company out there. This is the best way to stay top of mind with your audience and it is priceless. Yes, MasterCard was right. Newsletters literally are the few ways you can truly own your audience. Think about Clubhouse. No, you don't got them. Think about Instagram. Nope, they own them. This is the main way you can keep an audience and interact with them at scale. So just to give you an example, every week at okdoor.com, my newsletter, make sure you're subscribed, we see a 20 to 30% open rate and a 5% click rate. More importantly than that, it keeps me and our content fresh for gorgeous audiences just like you. This past year, we've actually seen an insane amount of newsletters with substack.com as well as twitter.com acquiring review. So the newsletter trend is just getting going. But it's not so much about the size of your email list. I know the, the dick jokes are coming, but the only thing that matters is actually your active audience. So a lot of people don't talk about this because they don't know what they're doing, but this is the people that have opened and clicked your audience within the last six months. So I don't care if you have 100,000 subscribers, I care about how many people are actually engaged with your newsletters. So in sendfox.com, it is free. It's a tool that we've built. I recommend it to you. That is the primary metric we track and recommend. So you can check out sendfox.com to start your own newsletter. There's also other tools, mailchimp.com, Substack, Review, and a bunch of other products out there. So what should you be doing today if newsletters are something that you're not doing in your business? And if you do not have a newsletter and you're not sending at least an email every week, this is the number one thing you can be doing for yourself right now. So go to sendfox.com, Mailchimp, Substack, or whatever other thing. Commit to sending one email a week. I recommend doing it for the law of 100. So every week for the next two years. This is a great way to grow any business. The Hustle and Morning Brew both sold for eight figures to other companies. That is crazy based on their newsletters alone. For you, go start a newsletter today. Next up, numero cuatro. Next up is the online events. So the number one way I built my network was through creating events. So this has literally helped me get customers, partners, and met cool ass people. 
So when I was just coming out of Intel, I didn't have any network. I didn't know anyone. So I started communitynext.com back in the day. And this is how I know Max Levchin of PayPal, James Hong Hotternot, and even Eric from chess.com who's the founder. We met through these conferences. So in today's environment, a lot of us aren't traveling just yet. And so South by Southwest, as an example, used to only have people come to Austin, Texas and participate in the conference. Now going online, so many more people can actually access the event. So let me give you some recommendations about what you can be doing today to use online events to actually grow your business. First off, you can go to LinkedIn or Facebook where you already have a network and invite your network to an event that you create there. It's a really simple way to do that. Next up, you can partner with other YouTubers. So say you're a YouTuber or content creator. Go use eventbrite.com, create an event, and then you can share the registrations afterwards. I actually see a lot of success with Shopify apps actually using events and cross-promoting to grow each other's audiences. Lastly, I'd experiment with straight to zoom.com registrations. So hold small events with other people in your space and use Zoom.com for people to register. Guess what? Now you have a potential audience that you can market to in the future. Lastly, before we get into even more juicy stuff is YouTube. So if you've been subscribed to this channel, you know that I am personally going all in on YouTube over the last 12 months. And honestly, it is just the beginning. So it is not too late for you to get started. YouTube is the biggest marketing opportunity that I think companies are sleeping on today. So why do I think you should start YouTube no matter what business? Number one, they bring you an audience, AKA potential customers, for free. That's my favorite word, free. And on top of that, they can even pay you ad revenue as you get bigger. Plus, they host your videos for free. You don't have to pay for that. Really, this exists? So they are also one of the largest search engines in the world. Most of the time now, when I have a problem, I go to YouTube and just look for the solution. So I will say it does take effort to run a YouTube channel, but it is the best opportunity. I'm gonna tell you some ways that you can do it so it's actually not a lot of work. And the audience on YouTube, just like yourself, you're amazing. I love you, dog. So here, you may be thinking about other marketing channels. Oh, podcasting, everyone did podcasting back in the day. Nope, I have tried podcasting and growing a podcast channel for over two years, and unless you have an existing audience, it is nearly impossible to grow a podcast audience unless you're NPR. Number two, oh, blogging, let me go do blogging. Let me just ask you a question. I asked this a few weeks ago in Office Hours. How often have you read a blog post this week? Maybe one. It's more likely you actually watched a YouTube video, saw something on Instagram, or you read a newsletter. That's my point exactly. And lastly is Instagram. So it is good luck getting that audience big, which may or may not actually happen, but to actually get them to become an, a customer of yours, good luck. So what can you do on YouTube today to start having some success for yourself? And number one, use your cell phone and record yourself doing whatever work you like doing this week. So if you are doing sales calls, if you're doing marketing stuff, if you're in meetings, just bring your phone or talk about the things you're doing this week. Number two, grab a GoPro. So I went flying today and I grabbed my GoPro and I started recording. If you're doing skateboarding, if you're doing mountain biking, just record it and just start uploading that weekly. And as you start getting viewers and people interacting, you can start improving the quality of your videos. Number three, record your conversations. So make sure the other person knows, of course, but you can do Zoom, you can do Zencaster. You can even do that thing, Skype. That's what us boomers use. So now you have a podcast show and something you could put on the web on YouTube that could potentially build an audience. Most importantly here, I believe 100% this applies to every business. I can't tell you how many times in the past year I've searched home improvement things, Austin-based things. It is a big ass place to find customers. So make sure you're doing YouTube. All right, so number one thing to engage your audience is communities. Your audience wants to hear from you. So go talk to them. All right, you know when you go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, hey, Hector. Oh, hey, Karen. Oh, you're a regular. Do you want that one white wine you always get? Oh yeah, thanks, Karen. It's a nice feeling. I'm sure you guys know that. That's the same with your audience online through whatever business you have. And I've been growing our okdork.com online community over the past 10 plus years. So personally, I use Facebook and Slack. So I love Slack and I hate Facebook. I still use Facebook because honestly, there's still a lot of people there. 
If you go to okdork.com slash underdogs, you can actually apply to get in our private VIP Slack group. It's not a mastermind. We don't sell you anything, but it's an intimate group of people helping each other. Uh, and it's a community for people within my audience. If you want the larger group that's easier to get into, that's okdork.com slash group, which is on Facebook. So for me, I love the Slack group because all these different people in there are taking action and helping each other. On the Facebook group, it's a little less organized, but it's a bigger audience. I don't like it because at the end of the day, Facebook controls that and they can do whatever the hell they want. If you're looking to actually create your own private group, circle.so is amazing. Uh, I'm actually an investor in those guys. I really am excited about what they do, as well as I'm in a private group with my buddy Ankur Nagpal, where we talk about investment stuff. Uh, so definitely check out circle.so. But one thing I have to warn you is that it is so hard to get people off platform. We've built a, our own custom community software. No one came. We just went right back to Facebook at the time. I would actually recommend starting with a WhatsApp group or with a Slack group to start really just engaging your community. And guess what? They'll start helping each other and you can just step back, which is even more beautiful. It's more beautiful because they help each other. They don't need you. One of my favorite things about our underdogs Slack group, these people are helping each other and they're so talented. Plus, a lot of times you're like, hey, I don't have amazing people around me. These types of groups are amazing for you to sell your services, buy other services, and really just help each other live great lives. All right, next up to engaging your audience is live streaming. This feels like I'm back in 1999, but one of my favorite absolute things in the world is doing live office hours with you beautiful people every single Friday. This is a super fun way to get to know you, help you, where I do Q and A's, I interview, and people are able to join in from all over the world. My mom's always amazed. Now what, the people are turning in from Turkey. How do they find you? And it's just an amazing, fun way to create a deeper relationship with your audience. So there's a few platforms I can talk about. Number one is StreamYard.com. Uh, they make it super easy to bring on a guest, share screens, banners. It's really the easiest thing out there. I've tried a lot of them. Plus, you can stream to YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Uh, there's also Restream and Ecamm. They're a little bit more complicated. I've tried them, but I've gone back to StreamYard.com because I just need something that works and is easy to use. A quick bonus that I'm actually going to start experimenting uh, in upcoming weeks is doing Instagram Live. So if you even have a small following on Instagram, try out Instagram Live, even just to have some practice streaming uh, to get going for yourself. So just to be clear, streaming is not the best way to grow in your audience. We have seen that within ours where it doesn't actually grow our channel in terms of the number of subscribers, but the amount of people that come, engage with each other, have fun every Friday uh, has been an amazing experience. Another question you might be thinking is what format should I use in my live streaming? So I usually do AMAs where normally people come on and we do an AMA and they ask me different questions and it's really easy. You can also do live interviews with special guests. Like I brought on a guy who bought a LeBron James NFT card or behind the scenes where I can show you my YouTube analytics or how we make decisions at AppSumo.com. Uh, so main lesson that I've learned from weekly officers is just figuring out the right format that you enjoy as well as the audience wants to come. When we started our weekly office hours, I did a variety show where we had like musicians and guitars and magicians and all this kind of stuff. And it was really fun. But your audience, are you're looking how to start and grow a business at the end of the day. And that is the material that we've moved to. So now we do a live office hours where it talks about mostly business and I answer your questions. So the key takeaway about live streaming is commit to starting it this week and have fun with it. I love your comments. I love responding to them. So let me know two things. Number one, which of these marketing strategies have you tried and gotten results from? And number two, which marketing strategy should I be trying out in the upcoming years and other people should be aware of? All right. So the most overrated marketing strategies that a lot of people are doing this year that I'm actually not spending any time and I want to discourage you. Number one is Twitter spaces and Clubhouse and the audio chat rooms. So my buddy, Justin Kahn, he is big on Clubhouse. I still think there's a, a long room to grow from it. So Clubhouse is super tech focused and early adopters and people are spending a lot of time on the platform. And I think it's pretty interesting. But from a marketing perspective, no. So the real benefit that's cool about these is you can hop in a room and, and listen to interesting people. But why I'm cautious as a marketer 
is that you have zero access to your audience. And the connection to your audience is so much lighter than a direct connection on your own podcast. Maybe if you can get a chat room and someone's famous is there and you could have a call to action in that chat, it could be worthwhile. But I still think it has some time to go. And the second thing I'm cautious of is shiny new social networks. So yes, they're incentivized to have you get this huge giant following, but it may not actually be a good audience. And unless you're super early and the audience is quality, it could be a waste of time. So my main thing is don't get distracted chasing every new thing out there. I am focused on YouTube and I spend 90% of my effort to grow this gorgeous audience just like yourself. All right, second up I think is way overhyped is TikTok. So the app is literally optimized to waste time. TikTok reminds me of Instagram in the early days where it's like, oh, we're just looking at gorgeous people. How can this ever turn into a business? So there is a ton of great content on TikTok and there are a lot of large accounts on TikTok, but I actually don't think the followers on TikTok are quality from what I've seen transitioning into real customers after talking to a lot of people out there. Secondly, the type of content on TikTok that's popular isn't something that most brands can actually replicate, like doing dance videos, taking off their clothes, trying to give this advice. I've seen it work, but transitioning that audience into a newsletter or into YouTube or actually buy things, I haven't heard many success stories. So the key takeaway around TikTok in these overhyped areas is know where your customers are. Maybe it's on these places. Make sure it's the right quality of customers. And ultimately, I would recommend focusing on just one channel like YouTube, your email list, podcast, or maybe even old school blogging uh, to build up a quality audience of potential customers. If you want more marketing strategies just like this video, you're going to love these two videos. Right up here is the exact things we did, spending over $200,000 to grow this channel last year. And below is how we launched a $30,000 product in 20 days. And don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you want to tell that algorithm you want to get more videos from Uncle Noah. I'll see you out there, and I love you. Pew, pew. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash okdork. Me and the YouTube dork team work our asses off to make it amazing to help you on your own business and life journey. That's youtube.com slash okdork. Next, text a friend you love them. Yo, dog, let's go build a bear together. That's a cool one. Before you go, tweet at me at Noah Kagan and let me know what you thought of this episode. We do send out an exclusive weekly newsletter. It's sendfox.com slash Noah. That's sendfox.com slash Noah. Finally, shout out to the, our amazing team. Thank you to Jason at podcasttech.com for doing these editing of these episodes. Thank you to Mitchell, Jeremy, Hubert, Jonathan, Sasek, Cam, and Jen from the Dork Team for all y'all do. And finally, shout out to all of the people that have helped make Sumo Day real. Uh, it's literally almost every single person at AppSumo. If you've not heard of Sumo Day, it's July 13th through the 16th. We're going to be doing it every single year. Super fun way to thank our customers, aka Sumolings, aka Underdogs, aka gorgeous people out there on the earth who are trying to do awesome things. We love you. Thank you for letting us do what we do by serving you. Check out Sumo Day at AppSumo.com. Have a delightful day. Who's your favorite Backstreet Boy? <laughs> <laughs>